What is up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. On today's episode, I'm going to be running you through my beginner's guide on how to get your first 100 paying customers. When you're starting off, this prospect can seem like a tremendous challenge. Where do you even start? You're just getting started. You have your initial collection, but when it comes to marketing, getting your name out there and actually getting people to make the decision to take a chance on your brand and actually make the purchase, that can seem like such a daunting task. Well, rest assured, I have my top six starting tips that you guys can actually implement today to get results and to start to grow your brand, to start to get loyal customers that are going to allow you to start to scale your business. So tune into this episode and we're going to get right into it. Number one on the list is you have to have a tremendous amount of conscientiousness, right? The ability to work hard, to work professionally, to do things correctly, to be detail oriented. Think about this trait as a sort of be all right. It allows you to execute in every single aspect in every single avenue of your business in a way that is going to propagate your brand, and push it forward. At the end of the day, if you want to get customers to actually purchase from you, just having a great product alone is not going to be enough to have them to make the purchase or to make the decision to pull the trigger. You're going to have to have a great website that's detail oriented, that presents your product in the right way. You're going to have to have the right messaging through your copyright. You're going to have to have the right imagery. You're going to have to have the right sort of customer service, the right delivery timeframes. And you're also going to need to have the right quality control. And when your customer receives the product, the right kind of follow up. Also down the line, you're going to need to have the right sort of R&D, the research and development ability in order to continuously create product that is going to entice your customers, that's going to excite them, it's going to push your brand forward. So number one is be detail oriented, be hardworking, be able to consistently evaluate what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong to resolve issues when they arise. This is going to help you to climb the ladder and to get to the customers that you need in order to grow your business. Number two is that you need to be able to command social proof. So what does this mean? When you're starting off, one of the biggest issues is that your brand is not tried and true. Think of the herd mentality. Think of people and how they gravitate towards tribes. When you're starting off, you have no imagery of people that are in your clothes, that are enjoying your clothes, and you really haven't built up a reputation for yourself. So you need to create the vibe from the get that your clothing is in demand, that it's wanted, that it's sexy, right? You do this by actually creating a sense of that through your social media channels. Early on, I would heavily recommend that you get a variety of different faces, groups of people, people that are in different domains, wearing your clothing, connect to micro influencers, connect to people that are within your space, your friends, your family, get socially generated content to showcase the people that haven't heard of your brand or are just now coming across your brand, that your brand is in demand, that it's great, that it's a nice vibe, and this is going to help entice them forward. Also, one of the great things that I see that really helps people to pull the trigger and think of the last time that you want to make a purchase decision is you want to be able to create the vibe or the experience that others have been there, done that, and they've had a great experience. So you can do this by showcasing customer reviews on your website. You can do this by showcasing customer reviews on your Instagram stories or on your Instagram highlights. Create the sense that your brand and your product is already out there. Make it seem larger than it already is and watch it actually achieve and accelerate to those heights. Number three is that you consistently want to be showcasing your brand concept on both social media and on your website. What does this mean and why is this something that you should definitely be doing? When you're starting off as a brand, it can be quite difficult to find your footing in the space, to actually know what do I stand for? What are my values? What are my ethics? How do I separate myself from the competition? You do this by consistently creating content, by engaging with your audience in a way that is aligned with your core mission and your core values. So if you're a brand that's all about creating outdoor gear, right? You're not going to be 
presenting yourself as a yoga namaste brand, right? You're going to be presenting yourself as an outdoor, durable, heavy duty, very sort of, um, let's just say in touch with nature brand. And you're going to do this through your imagery, through your messaging, through your copy. You're going to do this through your website. You're going to do this through every single aspect of your business from A to Z. And you're going to use every single opportunity that you have to push your branding forward. I mentioned this in a previous episode in the past, but branding is not just a singular artifact. It's not your logo. It's not your letterhead. It's not your color scheme. It's a mixture. It's how you make people feel about your brand. It's the image that you portray. It's how you're consistently seen in media. And you do this through trial and error. You do this through consistently creating a sense, a community, a vibe that is performed, right? That is projected to the world through your branding assets, through the visual media that you're creating, through the written media, through the audio media. Number four is that you actually want to take advantage of being able to go to your brand's hashtags and to actively engage with the audience of those specific hashtags, right? You want to be able to respond to comments, to reach out to people, to connect emotionally with people. But when you're starting off, one of the big advantages that you have is that you don't really have a ton of overhead. You're trying to accrue these customers. You're trying to get them on your side. And you do this by creating a personalized sort of outreach. You want to be able to connect with your customers in a way that feels more authentic. And you actually have that going for you as a smaller brand. It may seem the quite opposite, right? It might seem that since you're a smaller brand that you might not be taken as seriously, but your ability to connect one-on-one -on -one with a customer actually goes a long way. So go out, actively engage with your customers. Do it in a way that is just a value-providing sort of appeal, right? You're not trying to accurately or you're not trying to actively sell your customers on your products. What you're doing is you're providing value first and then you're allowing your customers to discover you and to choose whether or not they want to make a purchase and whether or not they want to be a loyal customer long-term. Number five, use organic content to your advantage, specifically when it comes to TikTok, right? Think of your brand as a storytelling platform. The brand or the segment of the industry that you're in allows you to tell a story and use your products as the backdrop. So let's just say that you're in the yoga space. One way that you can lean into this narrative is you can have five different types of yogis and showcasing different products and different outfits that you offer within your collection and showing how each personality type within this yogi range is able to appeal to people. Why does this work? Well, number one, it gets people actively hooked because they internalize themselves in this personality type or this personality type. They might see themselves in this person. And this might also lead them to want to repost, to share, to tag their friends to show them, oh, you are this personality type. And without actually putting your clothes at the forefront, what you're doing is your clothes are the uniform in the space. It's going to, oh, it's also going to allow them to discover your clothing. Think of why influencer marketing is so popular. Influencer marketing is so popular because for the first time in advertising history, we were no longer actually putting the product at the forefront. What we were doing was we were using influencer personality and the life that they built and the values and the ethics that they stood for. And we were using the clothing as a uniform or a backdrop for all of this. So what people were doing was they were allowing themselves to shine and they're allowing the products to be sectary. But naturally as consumers, we want what other people have because we think it gives us a type or a slice of that personality or a slice of that success or a slice of whatever it is that that other person has that we want. So this is the power of creating content and using your products at the backdrop. Number six is to actively target future potential customers. These can be both customers that you see that haven't bought from you yet, but are actively engaged in the content that you're creating 
or these can be customers that you've created in your mind because you understand your customer avatar, right? You've gone ahead and you've done the customer avatar exercise. You've outlined who your customer is, where they live, what are their likes, what are their dislikes, what do they need, what do they not need, what problems are they actively trying to overcome? And you're able to actually go out into the world through social media, through the digital networks and actually engage and connect with them. Or at the same time, you can look at the types of customers that are actively engaged in your content, whether it's your stories, whether it's your website, whether they've signed up to your email list and provide value to them, right? You provide value to them in a way that is value first and then selling second. This is the only way to actually curate the type of customer that comes to you and to target a warm lead as opposed to a cold lead, right? A cold lead is someone who completely doesn't know about your brand. It's someone who may not even be interested in what you're selling and you're trying to convert a cold lead into a warm lead in order to get them to purchase. A warm lead is someone that you already know shares an interest in the types of products or the industry that you're in. And it's going to be that much easier to get them from a warm lead to an actual sales lead. Well, guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this episode. That's been my six key ways to actually accrue your first 100 customers. And rest assured that this is a long but very, very satisfying process. I encourage you to keep pushing through because honestly, nothing good comes without a tremendous amount of sacrifice. This task may seem daunting, but I promise you many, many have done it. And there is light at the end of the tunnel. So if this is something that means a lot to you, you want to build this brand, you believe in the vision that you're creating, go after it, go do your thing. Don't let anyone hold you back. Don't let your own sort of preconceptions of how difficult certain things are hold you back from the things you want to achieve. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please, really all I ask is that you smash a massive thumbs up and let me know in the comments below what other types of content you want to see next. It really does help us out. It keeps us creating content that you guys love and want to see from us. And honestly, it keeps me busy. So guys, Check out the link in the description as well below. I get this question often and I offer one-on-one -on -one consultation calls every single week for brands that are trying to scale their business or they're trying to set up or they're trying to know how to create a curated collection that aligns with their brand, their vision, and that's going to sell on the market. Or let's just say you're an existing brand and you're looking to scale to the next level. You're looking to go from this mark to the next mark and you want someone with experience who's worked with multi-million dollar brands and you want that experience to know how to get from point A to point Z. I can definitely help you out with that. So check the link in the description and we'll hop on that call. Guys, from the very bottom of my heart, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.